Welcome to Epiphany Church. My name is Pastor Derek Parks, and I have the wonderful privilege of serving here as the lead pastor. And so I want to welcome you to week one of a brand new series that we're called 2020, still the year of clear vision. This is going to be a four week series designed to help us regain our vision for this year. We're going to explore the need for clear vision in our spiritual lives. However, this isn't a church vision statement series, but rather it's a vision for spiritual growth. So we want to help you make 2020 a year where you are more focused on Jesus and making him the center of your life. So this series is going to explore some ways that you can place Jesus at the center of your everyday life. And so, listen, I know I listen. I got it. I understand. You just want to throw 2020 in the trash, but don't do it. These are still the days that the Lord has made. So what that means is, is that these past weeks, those weeks are the days that the Lord has made. The past month is the day that the Lord has made. And all of this year is the day that the Lord has made. So what does that mean for us? That we can rejoice and be glad in it. And that means that we still have some opportunity left in this year, even though it doesn't appear that we have any opportunity because of all that's going on. So I'm going to help us to regain a vision for what it means to walk deeply with Jesus. And as we say here, love the word, live woven, lead a lifestyle of worship, and leverage our work. So I'm going to be speaking today from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, in a sermon that I'm calling 2020 Vision. Turn with me, if you will, in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. And I'll start at verse 8 through verse 10. Here's what these words read. It says, for you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not of yourselves, but it is God's gift. Verse 9, he says, not from works so that no one can boast. And then he lands this in, chapter, in verse 10. He says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Let's pray. Father, I pray, Lord, today that you would be with us. God, I pray, God, that you would show forth your glory in our lives. God, I pray, God, that you would show off in us, God, and help us to be reminded of the fact, God, that this is still a year where you have given us clear vision. This is still a year where you want to show us some stuff. This is still a year, God, where you want to help us to see clearly. And so, Father, I pray, God, that we would grow deeply spiritually, that we would grow in you, Father, and that we would not take our eyes off the reality that you are in control and that you have everything in your hand. And it's by your spirit that I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to submit this idea to you. Is that if you are going to make it through the rest of 2020, then you've got to have vision. 
if you're going to make it through the rest of this year, this year that you feel like you should just throw away, then you've got to have some vision. But having vision means this. Having vision means knowing that grace has saved you. Verse 8, he tells us, he says, for you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. Paul here, he's writing to the Ephesian church and he's he's letting them know. He's saying, listen, you've been saved by grace. This saving here, uh, it it captures the idea of of being safe and sound. It it captures the idea of being rescued from danger. It has the idea of of salvation and being saved. And I want to let you know that being in Jesus means that you are safe from danger. And, and I'm not talking just about the health pandemic, but I'm talking about being safe from hellfire. See, when you are in Jesus, you are safe. When you're in Jesus, you are safe from danger in a way that you can't even understand because it's not of yourself, but it is a gift of God. Being in Jesus means that you're able to heal, to be healed. And what Jesus is pointing to us today, he's letting us know that he's not just talking about being healed from the sickness of Corona, but he's talking about being healed from the sickness of your sin. Many of us have walked around our lives. We were filled with sin. Many of us walked around with our lives filled with, with, with all types of transgressions that, that we lived in that Paul talks about earlier in this chapter. He says that we lived in sin and, and all those kinds of things. But being in Jesus means that he has healed us from our sin sickness being in jesus means that he is able to make you whole see i'm not just talking about being recovering from the economic trials that COVID 19 has placed on so many of us but i'm talking about being relieved from eternal torture See, if, if, if we were to really understand what was happening here, our greatest concern would not be how bad we think 2020 is. Our greatest concern would be the fact that our sin has caused great strife between us and God. But because of Jesus, we have been able to be brought near to God again and we can have a relationship with him. Oh, but for grace. Paul writes here, he tells him, he says, listen, he says, you were saved by grace through faith. See, this grace that that Paul is alluding to here, this this grace that he's talking about, it's it's it carries the idea of goodwill and loving kindness. And so it's it's at the goodwill of God that we are able to hold on to hope in 2020. See, it is at the loving kindness of Jesus that we are able to see clearly in the fog of 2020. See, what we've got to understand is this. It is his grace affords us some joy. See, so if, if you lack joy in this season, I'm going to challenge you to run to his grace. See, what you, you got to understand here is that is that his grace affords us 
pleasure. So, so if you have no pleasure in this season, if you have no pleasure right now, if you don't take pleasure in the things that you do have, instead of focusing on the things that you don't have, instead of focusing on the problems that exist in your life versus focusing on the things that are going well for you in this season, like you get to spend some more time with your spouse or with your children that you weren't able to spend before all of this because you were too busy. And so what we get to see right now is that God's grace affords us pleasure. And so if you can't find pleasure right now, I want to challenge you to rest in his grace. His grace also affords us delight. And if you have no delight in this season, I'm going to call you brothers and sisters to fall on his grace. Because he tells us here, he tells us, he says, it's for grace you have been saved through faith. It's by reason of faith that we can access the benefits that remain in 2020. It is on account of faith that we can ascertain the blessings which have ran all throughout 2020. You might be looking at me funny right now and say, Pastor Derek, what blessings are you talking about? So much bad stuff has happened in 2020. People are losing their lives. There are all types of crazy things happening right now. What type of blessings are you talking about? And I want to challenge you to know that if you've got breath in your body this morning, then that is a blessing. I want to let you know that if you have the ability to still think, if you have the ability to still function, if you still have a job right now, and whether you don't have a job right now, guess what you still have every spiritual blessing that is afforded to you in Christ Jesus already and so I want to challenge you to know this is that faith is the pathway by which we are able to pull 2020 out of the trash can and still see all of its beauty see the beauty of 2020 may be outside of our ability to see it yet. But it doesn't mean that God doesn't have beauty stored up for us. Scripture tells us that he'll give us beauty for our ashes. And so there might be some places in your life that just seem like ashes right now, but God wants to show you the beauty and all of it. And so in this, in this faith, it tells us that through faith, by reason of faith, we are able to ascertain the gift of God. And so what is faith? Faith is the conviction in the truth of your salvation. As believers in Jesus, we are able to walk through any circumstance or situation and have peace because of our faith. It is our faith that gives us the ability to have peace Even when 2020 looks like it should just be in a trash heap somewhere. Luke chapter 7, one of my favorite chapters in in all of the Bible, it it tells a story of a woman who who goes to Jesus as he's in the Samaritan's house. And she goes to Jesus and she she has a a, a jar filled with alabaster and she goes and she she washes Jesus's feet and she anoints his feet. Uh, with oil and, and and they look at him funny the, the the Pharisees they look at Jesus funny and they say well, what's going on with this if you knew what kind of woman she was then you wouldn't allow her to do that but Jesus he turns to them and he lets them know he says listen 
He says, I came in here. You didn't have no water for my feet. You didn't anoint my head with oil. You didn't kiss me on my cheek. But she has she has not ceased to do all of those things. And because she has been forgiven much, she loves much. And so he lets them know. He says, listen, this woman is exemplified faith, even although she has been without. This woman has exemplified faith, even though her position in life has caused her to be ridiculed by people, even though her position in life has caused her to be looked down on by other people. She has exemplified some faith. Then Jesus turns to her in in verse 50 and he tells her, he says, woman, after telling her that her sins had been forgiven her, he told her, woman, your faith has saved you. Now go in peace. I I want you to see this and I want you to know this. The peace that you are longing for is found fully in your faith. See, can you can you see your way through this pandemic even when your physical eyes might be filled with tears? Can you see your way to the other side of this pandemic even when your earthly eyes might be fixed on death. Many of you by now have experienced or know someone or or know someone close to you has lost a loved one because of all that's going on. And maybe your eyes are fixed on that. But can, can you see through this with eyes of faith? Can you see through the end of this pandemic, even though your earthly eyes might be flooded by timelines? See, we spend so much time on our timelines that it's hard for us to see with spiritual eyes. We spend so much time with our eyes on our timelines on Instagram and Facebook and CNN and YouTube and all the places that we go to to fill our timelines that we forget that God wants us to see with spiritual eyes of faith, not just focus on what's going on right in front of us. So we have to be able to see further than our timelines to see his timeline for us. And so some of us right now, we're struggling because we're saying, God, I was supposed to graduate this month, but I haven't been to school in several weeks. Some of you are saying, God, I was supposed to get married last week, but the venue that I was going to get married at shut down because of everything that's going on. Some of you are like, God, listen, I'm supposed to be in Turks and Caicos right now. God, I'm supposed to be on the beach somewhere chilling, God. But because of everything that's happening, I'm not able to do that. And so what God wants us to do, God wants us to have the ability to see with spiritual eyes, even though our timelines might be flooded with doubt and frustration and anxiety and fear. Faith gives you the ability to have clear vision, even when 2020 seems broken. And here Paul goes on to tell him, he says, listen, this faith that has saved you through grace, this grace that has saved you through faith, guess what? Guess what you have to see about it? You got to know that that faith is a gift from God. See, faith is God's spiritual birthday present to his children. Nothing, nothing's funnier, and, and when I say funny, I mean filled with anguish. <laughs> Nothing is funnier to parents than buying presents for their children that they know that their children won't use 
until someone else wants to play with it. See, and, and, and what we do is we treat faith like that sometimes. We won't use our faith until we see somebody else using theirs. See, oftentimes we won't use our faith and we won't, we won't walk by faith. We won't live by faith until we see somebody else doing it. See, see oftentimes we, we'll, we'll go right along with the crowd and, and, and we'll bemoan everything that's happening in our lives. We'll, we'll bemoan all of the things that have happened in this year in 2020. And we'll say, God, 2020 is not worth it. God, can't we just start over? All those kinds of things. But God is saying, I want you to see that I'm working and moving in the midst of this. I want you to see that I'm weaving my plan all throughout your life in the midst of this. I want you to see that I am working out all things together for your good in the midst of this. I want you to see that I am at work and I'm not asleep at the wheel. I want you to know that I am not moved from my throne because of some virus that's happening. I want you to know that God is still in control even in the midst of the pandemic. You've got to have faith in order to do that. See, faith is a gift from God. See, and we have to use our faith faith, and I want to challenge you in this season of spiritual growth to use your faith to get you through this time. And see, the way that you are able to do that is to be able to know that faith is a present that came through a sacrifice. See, you've got to know that faith is a gift that came with a whole lot of sacrifice. Jesus gave up of his life so that you and I might be able to live by faith and to walk in faith and not fear and know that God is working right now. He's in control. I'm going to do everything on my part to make sure that I stay safe and that I stay clear of what's happening, but I'm going to walk by faith and I'm not going to doubt that God still has a purpose and plan for me in the midst of this time. See, we got to know this, that having vision means knowing that your works won't get you there. See, he tells them, he says, listen, verse nine, he says, he says, but it's not from works so that no man can boast or no woman can boast. See, what Paul is letting them know, he's saying, he said, the origin of your salvation is not your works. The origin of your salvation is grace. And so he's telling them, he's, he's calling them to see this. He's saying, listen, I know that sometimes you might want to try to muscle, way, muscle your way through some stuff, but you've got to faith your way through some stuff. See, I know that you might want to, to, to try to try to do some things to get you to the other side of where you want to be. And you're going to say, I'm going to start making some investments and stuff right now because the stock market is low. And then when they come on the other side of this, I'm going to make it. I'm going to have a whole bunch of money stacked up and piled up. When Jesus is saying, hold up, you weren't doing anything with your money prior to this. Why don't you hold on and rest and see what it is that I'm going to do and have faith enough to believe that I am caring for you and that I am in control of everything that's happening in your world right now if you would just have faith. Having faith in your works means that you rely on your own labor to get you through 2020. See, all the things that you thought you needed to do to make 2020 a success, they've fallen flat. See, all of the goals that you thought you needed to accomplish, 
to make 2020 pop, they slip right from your grasp. See, all the appointments that you thought you needed to keep to make 2020 valid, like my 18-year-old son would say, those things are now in the rearview mirror. But you can still have hope for 2020 because it's not based on your effort. It's based on your faith. See, he's telling them, listen, it's something about having faith in Jesus. It's something about having faith not in your ability, but in the ability of God that will take you through the worst year of your life. It's something about having faith in God that will take you through the worst times of your life. It is something about having faith in God that will take you through the loss of a loved one. It's something about having faith in God that will bring you through the loss of a job. It's Something about having faith in Jesus that will bring you through when you don't think you can make it at all. See, he tells me, he says, listen, it's not for you so that you can, it's so that you won't be able to boast. See, what happens is, is that we take pride and pleasure in our ability to make it through instead of having glory in his ability to take us through the challenges in our lives. So God wants us to take pleasure in this one thing and this one thing only, that we are his workmanship. See, having vision means knowing that you are God's workmanship. Verse 10, he says, he says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared ahead of time for us to do. See, this workmanship, it points to the idea of something that is made. It points to, to a product. But, but I, I want you to see this. I thought this was, was wonderful. The Spirit revealed this to me as I was studying this. It, it says this idea of workmanship refers to fabric. And so what this is suggesting to us is that when it says that we are the work, we are God's workmanship, it's saying that we are the fabric of God. In other words, it's telling us that that when God wants to show off how fly he is, he'll put us on. See, when, when God wants to show off how fly he is to the world, guess what he'll do? He'll go and put on his workmanship. He'll go and put on his children. He'll go and put on the ones who he's been working and forming and the ones who he's been doing something powerful and, and trying to form and shape them. He'll put them on so that he can show off his flyness to the world. And so what I want you to know as workmanship, you are the fabric of God to the world that is lost and dying. You are the fabric of God to the world who doesn't know what he looks like. And when he wants to show off his fit, he wants to show off his outfit and show off how fly he is, he'll put you on. That's why it's better to be put on by God than to be put on by man. See, I'm preaching here right now. That's why it's better for you to be put on by God than to be put on by man. See, some of you were hoping to be put on in 2020 by man. See, some of you were hoping to write the next book that was going to go number one on the bestseller this year. See, some of you were hoping to get an interview that was going to put you to the top of your field. Some of you were hoping to grow your business in such a way that men would come and purchase stuff from you and buy things from you instead of hoping and looking that God would put you on. And when God puts you on, guess what? Nobody can take you down. But he tells him, he says, listen, that we were created 
in Christ Jesus for good works. This idea of being created, it carries the sense of that, that, and I wish I had time to unpack all that this verse has to teach us, but I'm, I'm running out of time. But it teaches us and is showing us that God has formed us so that he can transform us in Christ Jesus for good works. This, this word here suggests that he is making us habitable. So God is at work in us to make us suitable for his purposes and his plans to reside in us. See, that's good news. God, God, he's working to make us suitable to be able to receive all the good things that he has for us. And so it tells us that he has created us in Christ Jesus for good works, which he has prepared ahead of time for us to do. This idea that God is preparing us for good works. God has created us to participate in the pleasant and joyful deeds that he has prepared for us to do. And it says here that he prepared those things ahead of time. And so here's, here's, here's what I want you to catch. I want you to capture this idea as I close. This idea here of preparing ahead of time, this, this word has the sense of making something ready in advance. One of my favorite shows to watch, uh, it comes on Food Network, is a show called Chopped. And so one of the complaints uh, of the participants on Chopped is that they don't get enough time to build the kind of flavors that they would like to build because they don't have the time to prepare the food ahead of time. And so what I want you to see is this is that when you prepare food ahead of time, you're able to enhance the flavor of the food. And so what you need to know in 2020 is that God has something in store for you that he has spent some time marinating in the kitchen of heaven that he wants you to walk in, that he wants you to do. And he is building the flavors. He is enhancing the marination and he is working those things in so that you can be you can have what he has prepared for you to do good works for him. And so that's why you can't throw 2020 out, because God has been marinating some of us in 2020. See, God has been injecting flavor into us in 2020. God has been allowing some of the smoke to build up on us in 2020 so that we will be able to do good works for him. And so even though you might see smoke all around you, you got to know that smoke has the ability to inject flavor. And so what God is saying to them, he's telling them, he said, Paul is telling them, he said, listen, God has prepared works for you ahead of time that he's doing and that he's working out for you to do in order for you to walk in what he's called you to walk in. And so maybe you're watching right now. Maybe you're looking and you're trying to figure out exactly what God is up to. I want to call you and invite you to know that God has a plan for you in 2020. You don't have to throw the thing out. God has a plan for you. And so I want to call you and I want to invite you to this reality to know that God is at work and that God has a plan and that he is working and all things out according to your good, according to his purposes. 
And maybe you don't know about this Jesus that I'm talking about, but I want to invite you to know him today. He is able to save you by grace through your faith. All you got to do is put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray that God would save you if you aren't saved. I want to pray that God would do something powerful in your life today. So, Father, I pray, God, that you would save. God, I pray, God, that you would work and perform miracles in someone's life today. God, I pray for those who are listening right now. God, I pray that you would save them right now. Help them turn to you, Father. Help them turn away from their wickedness, God, and run to you. Father, we know, God, that by grace you have saved us, God. We know that it is by grace through faith that you have saved us. It's a gift from you. It's not of works. But it's because we are your workmanship. So, God, I pray that you would save today. Deliver, heal, restore, transform. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.